Who said you can't go home? Real Estate Exposed, brought to you by Signature Real Estate. Real Estate Exposed is all about helping homeowners and those who would like to be homeowners and those who would like to get into real estate. What is up, everyone? Thank you so much for joining Real Estate Exposed. I have the great pleasure of hosting this show with my very favorite uh, person in uh, mortgage industry. He's actually one of my dear friends, um, Jared Penn. He's also my business partner. But before I introduce him, I do need, to, I know you guys might be noticing that we're a little bit uh, in a different location and we're missing two of our other co-hosts. They are out at an event getting, uh, I think they're getting awards. Is that right, Beta? Something like that, or somebody's picking up kids and the other one is giving out awards, something like that. Anyways, I'm super excited, number one, because I think this is like the most that I've seen you this month in like the whole last two years, right? For sure. For sure. So um, this also reminds me of like back in the days when we did uh, real estate and lending. I was just going to say that. And yeah. lending in Las Vegas. We were much cooler then, right? We were, we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or are we cooler now because I got shorts no, on? No, I got these big headphones on and a Johnny Carson mic. Didn't we have? I think we were cooler back then. We were cooler then? Yeah. We didn't have headphones? Uh, we did. We had that cool guy that but was on the other side us. that was um, yeah, doing great. our, um, we did have somebody. Yeah. So we used to be winged people um, and I was winged person on this show. And so now we're going to lead this show. Anyways, I'm super excited because I do have Jared Penn who is, um, what I've just found out is number 11 here in Clark County for the year as a mortgage loan officer. <laughs> but to me, he's one of my most favorite friends, uh, dearest friends, and um, obviously my business partner. So do you want to share some information about who you are and tell everybody? Yeah. Where are you on that list, by the way? Me? I'm like, oh, I'm like pages down here. Hold on. Let me oh, find you're, out. At <laughs> you're, you're on the first page. You're number 30. I am number 30, yes. Let's give you some kudos, too. Yeah, number number 30 and number 11. So we are on the top 40 list in Las, Las Vegas. Prosperity is doing big things. I know. Just That's the good. two of us, right? Yeah. Should we sing that? Just the two of us. <laughs> anyway, so ahead. tell us a little bit about yourself. I know everything about you, so Can maybe. Can I turn these down just a little bit? In the, yeah, I'm hearing too much of myself, and that's not Can good. Can you hear me? Because <laughs> that's the most fine. important Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I've been doing this 16 years now, since 2005. A buddy of mine got me into mortgages, and before that, I was working at Sparklets Water, and uh, started doing mortgages, and, and we've come a long way. I, I know. Uh, a lot of people don't know the story, but if Share. it wasn't for you, I was I was one foot out the door. I was getting out of the business altogether right before Aww. the crash. When was that, 07, 08? Uh, I think it was, yeah, 07. Because we, we worked together for a minute at um, KB. Remember that? I was going out. You were coming in. You I think. had just came back from having a baby, though. And I was. We'll talk about that out. story, yeah. too, about the baby picture. Oh, the wedding. <laughs> the wedding picture, the yes, baby. Yeah. yes. And then, uh, yeah, we a friend of ours got us in touch with each other. And yeah. It really, as they say, that's history because had we not met at PF Chang's that day for lunch, it, I don't think I'd be here right now. I don't know what I'd be doing. Well, we definitely wouldn't. I mean, I think uh, for both of us, I think we, that are, you, we have attributed to each other's success just coming out of that conversation. Because even looking at this, yeah. You can see some of the people who were with us at the time are no longer on this, are not on this list, which right. is kind of exciting to see um, what we've done in our team and together. But I think that relationship, too, between us, we've been together then, what, 10, 11, 12? Probably 12 or 13 years. 12 or 13 years. Yeah. So would you, I think you're like my work husband. For sure. 100%. Or my, uh one of my, well, yeah. I know I'm one of your work women. I know there's somebody else. Yes. There, there have been times where <laughs> I'll... i to turn my uh, air on. <laughs> Are you already getting hot? Yes. Do you have air around your neck? It's this cool thing. I know. Don't hate, dude. <laughs> I thought it was a massager. Well, that too, so massager. I can really reduce my uh, anxiety over this stuff because I'm really excited that I'm doing this, but I'm oh, also super man. nervous. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> I completely lost my train of thought. So we've been together for... Uh, yeah. There have been times yeah. where... I've called you Rachel or called Rachel Shelley and, you know, and like, luckily my wife knows all of you guys, so it's okay. But Rachel, Gabby. there have been times where we're so close that we just, we call each other different names and, yeah. you know, that's how close we've been working together yeah, for a long time. Yeah, for a long time. I yeah. do. I, and it's crazy though, in the environment that we're in today, like truly 
this is, I haven't, I mean, we haven't seen each other. We've talked a lot, obviously, on the phone and done a, a lot of Zoom calls, but yeah. literally we had dinner together the other night and then this, and we, in, in passing, see each other at the office. That's been well, I think a lot of it's COVID, but I think a lot of it is also we're, we're both hustling. I mean, really. Yeah. T- for me, it's more of an accomplishment for you to be on that list than me because I've been what? doing this a long time. You've only been doing this, you know, a, a shorter amount of time than most people. And look at Aww, how far you've come so fast. So really, that's so sweet. That's inspirational. I mean, it really, a, a lot of people who are out there that would want to get into something like this, you're a great role model for them to do that because you can come from doing no loans to getting wherever you are on that list pretty quick. Well, well, enough about me. We were talking <laughs> about you. <laughs> I do appreciate that, though, but I do know that a lot of that is uh, our relationship and dynamic because I think when you first came on board, I mean, I, I was your manager, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're business partners and you, yeah, you the mentor, mentor mentee role yeah. has kind of shifted in that. And we collaborate a lot now. Um, and I have, I have really done what you have done over the years. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but really, no, tell me more about who you are, what you are. I know you have what you like. I, I wrote this list down to make sure I ask who you are what you do in business, know, right. and who your favorite sports team is. And anybody that knows me knows I hate talking about myself. I know. So. You're the humble sir, humble leader, which is, yes. yeah, I'm going to take my jacket off because I'm even more hot now. <laughs> We're good. It's exposed, right? <laughs> yeah, just in case you didn't want to make me more uncomfortable than being on the radio, go ahead and take more clothes off. Okay. <laughs> well, we could talk about that story now if you'd like to. If you want to, yeah. But should, no. Should we talk about who I am first? Yes, let's do that. We'll get over, we'll get through that first. So, yeah, I mean, what do you want to know? I Favorite Into sports the team is... Uh, is anything Boston. I was born Were there. Were you born in Boston? Born in Massachusetts, yeah. I left when I was seven years old. Okay, and um, raised here? I mean, Raised here, yeah, pr- but pr- still Patriots, Celtics, Red Sox, Bruins. Raiders. You're a Raiders fan now? Raiders now, yeah, and Golden Knights. I'll yeah. work for my teams. I'm so happy to have a team here now. That what, does Boston have a hockey team? The Bruins. Oh, shit. <laughs> you have season tickets. I'm sure you were at the game. <laughs> oh, who are they, actually? Right. I only know uh, Golden Knights. And you went to the Raiders uh, game. Went to the, the Raiders preseason. game. That was fun. Um, you know, I'm embarrassed to say I was choked up big time when the opening kickoff, um, because we finally had a team in our, in our town, you know? And so even though I'm not a Raiders fan at all, I'm happy that Las Vegas has, uh, has finally has their teams. And yeah. I'm praying that the Oakland A's come here because that's, that's my retirement plan. I'll be that 50, 60 year old guy at every single home game with a hot dog and a beer watching baseball. All day. Can you uh, sit well, all there night. all day and what's well, at night at seven o'clock games? Till yeah. like some of them go to midnight. I mean, I was at yeah. one of the aviators games. We're like, it's 11 o'clock. Can we please go home? They're losing yeah, I don't or know they're for, winning. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know for the aviators if I could, if I Wait. could, yeah, stand Hang it out on. that long or go to all the games, but for sure, major league baseball, I could hundred percent. And I'll be at every Raiders home game, even though I'm going to miss some Patriots <clears> games <throat> from that. I'm just so excited to have football here. So are you a Patriots fan and a Tom Brady fan or are you just a Patriots fan? <laughs> Right now, I'm just a Patriots fan. You are really, yeah. Because no, I, I, for many years, I okay, and so I know I never really dug Tom Brady, but now that I've gotten to know him, because you know he like hangs out with me all the time, um, he, I, I feel like he, you guys are very much alike, just in like personality drive. I mean, I know you're not like throwing footballs and stuff like that, <laughs> right. but you are like major leaguing <laughs> it at uh, number eleven on the list. Right. So yeah. GQ hasn't called me yet either for my photo shoot. Is he so. GQ? Oh yeah, oh. for sure. Well, I mean, you have a cool style. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm like dying here. Sorry. I'm a Patriots fan first. It's kind of like when you first get divorced. I mean, I haven't been divorced, but I could assume. <laughs> Do you want your wife to go out and marry like Dwayne Johnson after you? So it's kind of like when he left and then went and won. It hurt a little bit. So I'm a <clears> Patriots <throat> fan, and then I'll be a Tom Brady fan after he retires, oh. and then goes back to the Patriots like Ring of Circle or. Circle Hall of, of Hall or Hall of Fame, whatever they call it. Hall of Fame? You, you know what I mean. He's yeah. giving me a nod. He knows what does that mean? Hall of Fame? Does like he go back Patriots to play? Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. He'll go back and be, you know, somewhat involved them. with the organization, right? Got it. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so you are truly Patriots. Your whole family's yes. Patriots fan. Yes. And so now are you, like, two-timing him with Raiders or? No, I think I'm just supporting my, my Las team. Las Vegas This team. is where we live, <laughs> you know? Yes. I, I, I root for the Bruins, but I'm almost more of a Golden Knights fan. That will never happen with the Raiders, but... Um, yeah, it's cool to have uh, yeah, it's, it's the major sports have. in yeah. here. And the yeah. Patriots will come here one day, too, and that'll be a... That'll They're be not a on day. this list this year? Or next. 
Uh, you already know next year's season? I kind of know who they're going to play, and it doesn't look like they're on the list. Yeah, so Got it. I'll have to wait a few years. Are you, get, are you going to uh, get VGK season tickets? Have you thought about that at all? I don't know, man. Some of those <clears> tickets <throat> are so expensive where I like to sit that I figure if I went to four or five games and spent how much the tickets are, I'd still save money for what the season <laughs> tickets are. I, I got to think about it. The kids well, go to school, too, you know? Yeah. So to get them home at 11 o'clock at night, and then they got to go to school the next are, yeah. day. And who am I going to go with? I don't know. Well, I mean, we, like any of our viewers here, if you want to go with Jared Yeah, Penn, Brandon, I, if you're watching, I heard you have tickets, <laughs> and they're in the, like, Bud Light In his lounge. zone. That's, yeah. That's exactly that's your place. where I'll even pay you for them. Yeah, that's where I want to go. <laughs> and you'll pay him for it. I yeah. mean, that's more Call exciting than anything. Call me first before you sell him on stuff up. That's funny. All right, so Myra before I forget, because one of the... Myra said me. Myra? Oh, yeah, Myra yeah. will take you. Or oh, you'll her. go with Myra. Myra's on there watching. We have hey, a guest. Yes. See, we do have a viewer. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, so, so I know the one thing that we always ask our guests, a um, couple of questions before we get into real estate because this really is real estate exposed and we do have to talk about real estate um what was your first car a 1982 white chevy love pickup what's that? <laughs> seriously or are you just joking i'm, I'm dead serious Why are you oh laugh at me? that's cool did you <laughs> no it's not but i, I don't even think i've it. never seen i've i don't know that they don't make them anymore obviously we grew up on different side of the tracks oh my gosh <laughs> so no way. Yeah, I'm more of an east sider. You're of a west sider. So, but I dr I mean west as in like Rich would know. Spring Your Valley. Would know what it is really, because he loves cars. Okay, I have to ask him. It's it's a, it's a it's not a bad first car, but I was happy to have it. Of course. So, the irony is my second car was a Chevy Citation, and all my friends told me you deserve to get a Citation for driving this car. <laughs> it was so bad. Worse than the the Love. It was just yeah. the name alone. Because sounds. the Chevy Love is a truck. So it was kind of cool. A pickup truck? Mm -hmm. I don't like know why I never... One, like a very small one. Did you like soup it up and like get some dubs on it? No. No? No. Did you, it you... didn't even have heat or air conditioning, <laughs> but I loved it, man. Wait, is that what you, you did your drives with? Oh, no. Sparkless gave you a truck, right? Oh, this yeah. is in no, high school. Was, I, had, I had a little bit more coin when I worked for Sparkless. Coin? <laughs> yeah. I was, I was working at Dairy Queen when I got my first car. Really? Yeah. So Dairy Queen led you to the Chevy Love. Yeah, I didn't buy it though. My parents got it for me. But okay. yeah, I was well, working. Well, that was a good one. That's all I could question. afford working at Dairy Queen. You had to pay for insurance? Insurance and yeah. So, what will you be getting Whatever. your son for his first car? See, that's the difference. I mean, that's <laughs> kids nowadays, man. Yeah. What does your daughter drive? Uh, she drives a my husband's uh, Mini Cooper. Okay. Actually, right. it's her Mini Cooper. She'll probably right. fire me for saying that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but nothing super. Kids are spoiled nowadays. I, yeah. He'll. He's probably going to drive a nice car. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. It'll be Lexus? Like, a, like a Lexus SUV or SUV? some type of a Jeep SUV. I want him to be safe because yeah. he's kind of a knucklehead. So I just want <laughs> Takes like, after his dad. Yeah. I want him to drive like a tank. If he could drive a tank to school just so he can't get harmed, I think that's what I would do. He might drive over all the little mini Coopers. But anyway. Yes, for sure. Yeah. What about the other question we always ask is, and I don't know how this comes up, is Girl Scout cookies, right? What's your favorite Girl Scout cookies? Is it called the, is it the Samoa? Mm -hmm. Is that what it is? Yeah. Do you, do you eat those though when they come out? At, like you're super, you're super healthy. Does that sound like? I've, oh had my too, I've had too much of them recently, so I try to you cut lie. down on them. You lie. But yeah, That's no, I, the older I get, the less I really crave them. Yeah. Uh, but those are, if I'm, I'm going to have one, I'll have those. Uh, so East Coast is usually Thin Mints. I'm surprised you didn't say Thin Mints. Yeah, no, I, I love caramel. So is uh, that how you say it? Caramel, caramel, Rolos. Rolos, yes. 100 gram bars. I mean, anything caramel, like I, I can't put them down. Good to know. I forgot about those Rolos. I remember you used to. Turtles for Christmas. Turtles? You know, the I little never... turtle. You know, he knows what I'm talking about. Little turtles with the. <laughs> you guys are like on your yeah, own show here. What I the heck is Do you want to get in here? <laughs> she's she's, she's holding us back here, I've man. fallen down here. <laughs> not doing my thing. I'll get you a box for Christmas. Of turtles? Of turtles. Okay, awesome. Thank yes. you. Um, I don't know why I don't know what those are, but I'll, yeah. I'm sure now he'll put it up on the screen and we'll see what those are. Yes. All right. So then the one thing that we always do before when we start off our show is market stats. So, um... Last week, they actually had, oh, sorry. So did you know there were actually, uh, our average sales prices right now are over 400000 I've heard, yes. Is that crazy? It is. Because you've been doing loans here in Las Vegas for 16 years, right? Yep. And so when you first got into the industry, what do you, do you remember what? I, I think I remember 350 ish back in like 07, 08 when I and was working everything. with a builder. Yeah. And then, yeah. And so um, 
but different. It's a different 400 than it was, I think, back then. Yeah. You know, it was all artificial back then. Today, it seems like, you know, true supply and demand. Well, and I think that's something we were going to kind of discuss also is because we lived in that um, in that era of what everybody calls housing crisis, the recession, um, 08, whatever you want to call it. Every uh, the question I get a lot of, I get asked a lot now is are we in that same are we like setting ourselves up for that same uh, situation? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, seeing myself on uh, camera this is brutal. <laughs> I, I cannot look, look at that. that. We have some uh, we have some viewers today. Oh, viewers too. I didn't. Yes. Oh, it's it's our nice friends <laughs> listening to us. <laughs> Checking it's us the out. ones we pay that they have no choice <laughs> exactly. but to listen. Get back to work, guys. Myra, Sandy, <laughs> Jennifer, Nicole, thank you guys so much. Yeah. Now that is dedication. I, I think they're just wanting to see something that they could later hold over our heads. Exactly. <laughs> really Stay tuned is. to the end. Actually, we have a really important announcement about uh, coming back to work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what that's going to look like. So uh, to answer your question, I, I don't think it's the same. I've told people... Um, the programs that existed back then are mm -hmm. gone. You, you can't fog a mirror anymore and get a mortgage. As a matter of fact, it seems to be getting tighter and tighter as we go along. Uh, and then I heard on um, Hab Barry Habib's show the other day that we're, we have two and a half million less homes today than we had in 07, mm -hmm. yet 12 million more households. So if there's 12 million more households and less inventory, it's truly not a supply issue. And so I just really don't see us going backwards anytime soon yeah what were you when you came into the industry were you when were you there when the builders because you were part of the builder world mm -hmm. also so when they were peaking as far as the um, amount of homes that they were trying to build at the oh, time for sure yeah and i know you you work with a couple of builders um today i mean their thought on production it's not the same right it's not and like, they're they're all buying as much land as they can yeah. and they're opening divisions and they're they're expanding as quickly as they can because they know this is going to be a few years before anything changes yeah do you think it'll be a few years before we start to see some i do yep. because again there's still 12 million more households and they need to live somewhere you know yeah uh, and rents keep going up so much so if it gets to a point where they can actually buy a house and there's more inventory they'd rather even spend a little bit more money and buy a home instead of renting and paying somebody a Somebody else's investment. Yeah, I agree on that too. And I know the other question I get a lot, I get asked a lot also is what's going to happen when the interest rates start to increase, which we kind of saw a little bit of that this year, right? Yeah. You know, when we, I mean, what did they go, we went up to like 4% at one point. There was a... Some of them, yeah. Yeah. Depending on credit score. And then, so if that starts, which it will probably happen, right. that we start to see an increase in rates, what do you think is going to happen? I think then? that'll kind of slow things down a little bit. I don't think we're going to see a decrease, um, yeah. but I do think it'll kind of slow down the appreciation, uh, the amount of appreciation we have every single month. Yeah, I agree. And I think we're already starting to see um, just a, we're seeing more inventory come into the market. Not a lot. I mean, I think today on MBS Highway, he talked a little bit about um, number of inventory, like a normal market is what, three to four months? And we're just barely at one, if that. Uh, right. One month, I think, is what the, is on the stat here. <laughs> 3.9 weeks, coming from Von and Abala's Instagram page. Um, 3.9 yeah. weeks of inventory, So, which is up, actually, because there was a point in time where we were like down to two weeks of inventory. Right. You know. And what I'm hearing is that's just a lot of that isn't, you know, is this the beginning of mm -hmm. the end? It's more buyers are just fatigued. They're worn out. Yeah. You know, as a realtor said to me the other day, you can only get kicked in the crotch so many times before you're like, I'm good. I'm just going to take a break for a little bit. Yeah. And they think a lot of it's just that. Yeah. I think that's been the sentiment too. I think a lot of us are, that is the buyer fatigue. Cause aren't you seeing it with some of your prequels that are coming through? Like yeah. some buyers have, I actually have a couple buyers that are coming back and they're like, okay, we're realizing because of the appreciation that's happened just in the last six months, they, you know, they held on to a lease. And so they're like, we're coming due on our lease now. And I think we need to re-enter the market. I'm like, right. man, you know, yeah. just knowing that they kind of got tired and frustrated and, you know, like you said, got kicked in the ball. So, yep. um, so one of the other things we like to do is um, we guess... And since it's just you, I normally am the one guessing, but since it's just you, what do you think the most expensive um, house was sold last week? House sold last week. Well, I think, I thought we talked about this. Maybe we didn't. What, was it 25 million? That was a few weeks ago. Okay. You know, I know there's one listed for 34 million. Have you seen that house? I did. Have you, like you went to go see it? Yeah. You did? No. Oh, I'm like, dude, why are you why not calling I, me? Why would I go in a house like that? <laughs> 
I mean, it's like it's like all the way in Seven Hills. So, like, did you pack your like overnight bag? No, and I, I saw the video. We were talking about it at dinner, and so I went in to, to go take a look at it. Oh, okay. It's crazy. Crazy. Could way you imagine? Over the top. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could you handle having like your car roll up your? What do you have? A Lamborghini? Roll. Yeah. <laughs> if I owned a house like that, I probably would. Roll up to your bedroom. Be like ready to go, right? And just zoom down. I mean, it's like that. You played with the hot cars. What are those? Hot wheels? Hot and they wheels. had that little uh, <laughs> thing that came down the side of it. Yeah, I never did, but I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's insane, right? I would never need to be laying in my bed and go, "Is the car still there?" Okay, the car's still there. <laughs> you know, other than when you buy a brand new car, we I think we've all done this, right? You get a really nice brand new car. You go back in the garage at night, you're like, ah, I still love this car. Yeah, it's beautiful. And then the next morning, you can't wait to look at it. Other than hmm. that, I don't think I need to see it next to me. No, that, you never did that? that? Is that a guy thing? Maybe. There's a couple no? guy things oh. we've talked or about I just already. Crazy? Have you done that before? I don't know. I have a brand new 2000 tree. Beta has a brand new 2000 tree forerunner. Forerunner. Okay. 2000 tree. Tree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what are you trying to say? No, no, no. I, I get it. I got, I got to see, I don't get to these radio shows with you guys enough. I got to We're get live the, every Friday at one thirty. for those you of know, you who don't I'm know, make sure you, make sure you like, and subscribe. So Jared yes. Penn, you got to get on there, like, and subscribe yes. <laughs> to hit your notification so, button. So clearly I'm the only one who's gone out in the middle of the night and looked at the car and been like, oh man, I'm so glad I got this. See car. where I live. I make sure that it's still in the garage. <laughs> Just kidding. Then you need to move. <laughs> I know I've been I've been told that actually. Yeah. Um, so last week the most expensive home sold was seven point five million. I don't have the stats as to where or the location of that home, but Vonna normally puts that together Thank for you, us. Seven point five million. All right. So should we just break the ice for the team that's uh, watching us right now and uh, talk a little bit about this this article? So it's um, from Realtor Magazine, stating that returning to the office may actually re- may actually relieve burnout. And I know for us, we have legitimately shut down our offices mm-hmm. leading into the shutdown. I mean, it was like a week before they officially told us we had to stop, right? Yeah. And we're like, go home. And what's funny is we've been talking about this, and then you saw the article today. So yeah. it's good to know we're not alone. Yeah. I've personally felt burnout at the house with the kids, with my wife, with the, you know, not leaving. You know, I try to walk during the day just to get out so I don't feel like I'm in jail. But uh, <laughs> it's it's tough. It is tough. And so I think... It's 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 probably something that's that's real and happening to a lot of people because I I've talked to other people that are still working from home, and they're all burnt out. And I don't think it's because we were so busy the last year and a half. I truly think it is because dealing with the kids and school and lunches and being yeah. at home and not really getting out around people, joking. Even like we're doing right now, we've even before we went on air, we're we're cracking up, laughing. And yeah, I mean, unless you're just doing that at home by yourself and you're a <laughs> nutcase, like it's important. You know, to I get mean, out, be around why you guys expose me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Some of us have to survive, and that's the only way to do it. Right. I actually thought it was pretty interesting because I, you know, knowing that the commercial space, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of commercial offices that are open, and um, and you know, like even for our space, we're like, do we sublease or do we just keep it open mm-hmm. with the expectation that we're they're going to return back to work? And um, and I think this mental health issue, though, is a, a bigger issue that I I do agree. We are seeing it a little bit more now. In the beginning, it was kind of fun, right? We're like, that's kind of cool. I can take a lunch break with my family, For get sure. to spend more time, walk the dog, make the lunches. And right. and I think it's, you miss, like you said, the water cooler conversations, mm-hmm. you know, where we used to take for granted, like, oh man, going out to the bathroom takes 15 minutes because you got to stop by every door right. to say hi. And now you're like craving somebody to say hi right. to in that, in that situation. So... Um, that was one thing I thought was interesting I, in whether or not that we would actually come back to work. And they actually say in the finance and insurance industry, and, and I don't know if you consider us that or consumer services, um, the hybrid model is something that they're discussing. So where you have people coming in on certain days mm-hmm. and then working from home in certain days. That's a good idea. Yeah. Should we, should we impose that for our, our group should. that are listening? Yeah. I think we should. And then make it fun on those days, you know? Not, yeah. not be so strict. Maybe order lunch and do you something feed like them this. all the time. Uh, you got to keep people fed. <laughs> do you get fed around here all the time, Beta? Yeah. yeah He's like, yeah, good. whatever. That's, good. that's important. Yeah. So something else I wanted to chat with you about, because I pulled this up on MLS, is um, our second homes or people leaving California. Have you seen a lot of our borrowers today come in and... Um, I've experienced it, yeah. My family all lives in California and they're... 
they're chomping at the bit to get here, my uh, my wife's family. So their retirement goes a, a lot longer without that extra 10% hit. And yeah. so, um, you know, a lot of, I married into a police officer family. So a lot of cops out in San Francisco and all of the people that my brother-in-law knows and sister-in-law knows are retiring and moving to either Reno. Um, Reno? Yeah. Wow. Reno okay. Oh, because of the state, uh, no state tax. Yeah, Texas is, is getting a lot, Arizona. Um, but, but Las Vegas definitely gets their fair share of people leaving California because their dollar just goes a lot further here. So what was interesting to me was uh, it actually says Virginia was the number one place that uh, people retired to in 2020, 15.1%. Then second was Florida, but Nevada wasn't even on the list. That's now, that's, that's retirees going out. But specifically for California, uh, one thing that... We, uh, Beta's going to get our, our TV back on so he, everybody knows that we're on Real Estate Exposed. Yeah. <laughs> because it is so important that that shows right now. I too. know, yeah. <laughs> totally. California, we had over 800,000 that actually uh, migrated here, not, not necessarily because of retirement, mm -hmm. but I feel like that's an, a big number for us. And I know, I think from a financing side, we saw a lot of these clients come in and think that they were buying mansions, right? Like right. those are, for me, those are my cash. larger, yeah. yeah, cash as well. Yeah. But most of my larger um, loan amounts were really from borrowers who were coming in from California buying second home and yeah. and working from home. Everything's a deal here to them, you know? So yeah. they, they, they sell their house out there. They come here, and to your point, it's like a mansion compared to what they had. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm still seeing a lot of it, though. So 39%, uh, the top five states, California was number one, 39%, and then Florida was second coming in. Texas, Arizona, Washington. I Which is weird, right? Not that we want to go there, but I think some of that could be political, right? I mean, if you're, I've yeah. heard that people are so sick of Gavin Newsom. Is that, that Gavin yeah. Newsom, right? And, yep. and so if they're Republican, they're probably going to somewhere like Texas or Florida where mm -hmm. they can still, their dollar still goes a long way and they don't have to deal with all the craziness of the Democratic Party. Yeah. And then Californians who love the Democratic Party are probably coming to Nevada and Arizona. So I think some of that could be um, political as well. So some of this is actually people coming in. So Floridians coming into Vegas. Oh, these are people coming into Florida. I uh, thought to, you said to Vegas. People are leaving California and going these places. No, California migrating to us. Oh, so for California sure. was the top. Yeah. Right at 40, 39.9%. And this is um, this is from Applied Analysis, uh, their most recent market update that they provided. And Florida was 5%, which, I mean, to your point, I think a lot of people in Florida like the type of the climate, the political right. climate out there, right. right? So those, I would think, are the ones coming in saying... Yeah. And, and then you can Texas, see there's a huge drop-off from 39% yeah. to, like, below 5 So it's, right. it's mainly California, which is what we felt here, too. Yeah. I, for sure... I mean, I, I think a lot of people talk about even just the driving, the traffic and yeah. stuff like that now, that you've got all your Californians who are crazy driving in and all that Well, I have a lot stuff. of people, too, that can't afford to buy a home out there. And so since they're um, remote now at their job, they're working here online and their job's still in California yeah. and now they can actually own a home. So I've had a lot of that. Well, and that kind of leads to that. Cause I think we're, we had, we've done a lot of financing that it was for remote and, you know, getting those letters from our mm -hmm. employers that are like, Hey, you, you know, that was one stipulation to make it an owner occupied property here is that their employers uh, will allow them to live and work anywhere in the country. And so right. they choose to live and work here. What happens if an employer goes hybrid in the middle of a, what does that mean? Does that do anything for the... It means we should close their loan before that happens. <laughs> I mean, I really, I don't know how else to say it. We got to get those loans done. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think what's the difference between somebody who works for Southwest Airlines and lives here and travels all day for their job? And, That's true. You know, if somebody set up residence here, I think that would be okay to go back and forth to wherever they're from. Yeah. As long as they're here more days than they're gone, I think that'd be okay. Yeah, they'd have to figure that out also I'm yeah. sure on their side. I thought what was also interesting in this um, in the sales track again by applied analysis is so in uh, 2021 so people that are moving into are we getting serious too much real estate? No, I'm looking at the uh, the notes. Sandy wants early, early. <laughs> Gabby just checked on. Hey Gabby. Uh, you guys can all come and hang out. This is a live studio audience here. Beta and everybody else. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for Haley joining. Haley wants to hang out with somebody in the office, so Haley's back there. So, yeah. That, Aww. I, think I think we're leaning hybrid model. Yeah. Gabby, I know you're thrilled about uh, that. All in favor, give us a heart if you guys would like a hybrid model. <laughs> Not the middle finger, Gabby. She said a heart. <laughs> a heart. 
anyway, so one of the, I thought this was interesting because I think you and I have this uh, dy- unique dynamic that you are a true Summerlo- Summerlin guy and I am a true Henderson gal. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were about to do this because that's no, usually no. what happens in the Summerlin world. What? Oh, jeez! <laughs> wow, you set me up for that one. Just Good kidding. job. No, I mean because you know I always <laughs> get the argument that the air is um, cooler in Summerlin. Yeah. Is that because you guys are closer to Red Rock, or? It, yeah, I don't, it's five degrees cooler, but when is it's it? 118, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, the air is uh, the air is thinner too, so it's actually harder to breathe. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> You're having a hard time but now with all the fire winds that have come or the fire yes. and all that stuff that has come I in. J- I just love it up there. It's clean. Uh, it's quiet. We, we've actually gotten snow now the last couple of years, which is always kind of cool. Um, we're high enough up to where it'll stick. And, and the you had snow, snow this year? Uh, last year. Oh, we got flooding. Yeah, so that got, might be yeah, the, there might be one year. downside to Henderson. You get the snow, we get the flooding. Yeah. Which is that weird. How does that sound like? <laughs> That sounds like Does that happen? All benefit to me. I, I know. know well, we're uh, we're going to do. Uh, Beatty is going to put on the video. He's going to put one for Summerlin and oh, none gotcha. for Henderson. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm a Summerlin guy. I love it. So, what are your uh, your? I know your your wife mentioned that she likes to stay within a five mile radius of your home. Yes. So, like in the five mile radius, like what's your favorite restaurant? Fleming's. Fleming's. We love is Fleming's. that five miles? Well, yeah, it's like down on it's Charleston. four point six. It I'm just be. kidding. Oh, there's T-Bones. T-Bones is good. Do you like T-Bones? Love T-Bones. Really? We actually go to a lot of places that are outside of the five miles, like Flaming Fajitas. We love Flaming Fajitas, and that's what? on oh, Tropicana? Tropicana 215. Okay. Um, Meraki's, so, that's far away. So we really, there's not a whole lot. Everybody, I think, loves John Cutter's. Yeah. But it's more of like the bar scene and bikers yeah. and things. Like, for me, I'm, you know, so we usually leave. I would say Red Rock at uh, T-Bones or Flemings are like the only two that are close that we go for to a steak. lot. What about for Italian? Mastriani's is pretty good. That's in Summerlin. That's over here too, yeah. I've been eating Nora's a lot lately. That's and, not and I Summerlin. Really like, it's not, but I love Nora's. Yeah. The owner lives in my neighborhood. Oh, so does she just bring some food home for you? She's like, ah, oh, Jared, I whipped you up some. No, they actually did during the <laughs> pandemic. Did the they? Neighbor, yeah, they were they were bringing it from the restaurant wow, to help them stay open. That's um, cool. But yeah, now we just drive down there. Yeah, that's that is not Summerlin either. So that's like mid, yeah. like Spring Valley area. Sometimes, that's yeah, where we I grew leave up. to go eat food, but we actually leave for the gym now. I don't know why we live in Summerlin anymore. You guys should move. We don't go to um, check out Henderson. What's the gym I used to go to? Lifetime. Lifetime. We don't go to Lifetime anymore. LTF. Yeah, LTF. Is that what they call it? <laughs> yeah, I is that what the kids know. are calling it nowadays. Yes, the cool kids. <laughs> um, yeah, our gym's even near the Orleans. So, other than schools. <laughs> We, I don't know what we're in Summerlin. So for. why do you like Summerlin? I don't Just know. Just for the five degree cooler air and the. My uh, wife Rachel, if you're listening, we're moving. <laughs> we're moving Henderson up. has a thirty-two million dollar mansion where you can actually have your um, your Lamborghini yes. drive right up to your bedroom, yeah. ready to dash away in Maybe the middle I of the night. Look for homes like beneath where that guy's house is <laughs> that are like you know, eight hundred thousand or something. Eight hundred thousand. Yeah. I do love you're the hilarious. views in Anthem. Uh, if yeah. I were retired and I wouldn't need to get into the city fast or get to the airport, I could see myself living out there. It's it's really nice out there. Perfect. Well, we can. I, I know a couple of realtors I could actually help you, Do you find some homes. You know, McDonald Highland actually I think is really is is pretty. Anthem is is also like you still have to take a drive to see, get I'm out there. From, is it is it a drive? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Beta. Is it a drive? It's like An- Inspirata Anthem area. That's kind of a far ways from here. Is that where you live? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. He does, oh, yeah. Gotcha, he yeah. helps some of the agents over in the Green Valley, and they take him to Anthem's like twenty minutes just from Eastern, and that's the that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I can get to the airport in twenty minutes now. That, yeah, I like that. So you could do that at McDonald Highland. So the reason I brought that up though is for retirees moving here to to Las Vegas, Henderson is actually number three. Summerlin's not on the list. You know why? Because you guys are Howard Hughes. It's not affordable. Oh. It's. <laughs> That's going to leave a mark. I mean, no, I mean, seriously, <laughs> they've gone up so much. I mean, I have a, I have a track home with Toll Brothers, and it's worth more money. It just shouldn't be worth as much as it's worth. Yeah. So I just think that Summerlin prices are just, I mean, it's so probably high. overpriced. But I think you, Summerlin also, by design, has a great master plan, right? Howard Hughes is really, um, when he built that whole master plan, it was, I mean, true, it built for longevity, and it sustained based on everything that you guys have done from 
it's schools from even your, I mean, it's, it is beautiful. I will, I will say that when you go in there, the, um, they're very strict on how the buildings are, how they're, how the communities are lined up. Cause there are multiple builders inside of there. Yeah. Um, different than like, I mean, even different than Henderson. Cause in the original like green Valley ranch area, that was one thing that would probably be close to, mm-hmm. to, um, Summerlin. But then as you get further past that, it, it's not as, you, you couldn't really tell that you were in Green Valley. Where, where when you get into Summerlin, you know you're in Summerlin. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember when we thought this would be a great idea to have an office in downtown Summerlin. That was a great idea on your part, by the way. No, <laughs> that was all this guy here. Um, because if idea. Jared doesn't have, doesn't drive more than, if De- Jared has to drive more than five minutes away to go to work, the whole office is shutting down. Yeah. Right, guys? Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> So we, yeah, so that was, and that was because of um, cell service, right? Yeah, that good old cell service in downtown Summerlin. So do you have good cell service at your house? It's, I hook up to my Wi-Fi and it's better, but as soon as I leave the neighborhood, it's trash. But you know, I'll tell you, I'm like, hey, I'm leaving the house. I'll call you in seven minutes. (laughs) I got to get down the road a bit before I can call you. So what happens if you like something seriously happens? I've thought about that. Yeah. There's been times where my son's still at that age where, we're letting him roam away, but I'm tracking his phone kind of thing. And he's letting been in Summerlin, and it just shows he's at my house. And I'm like, this isn't going to work. Uh, me, like, what is he, ride a bike? or Rides a bike with his friends or whatever, okay. and they go and do what they do. You don't have, like, the GPS tracking on him yet? I'm going to get one of those necklaces that, like, he thinks one of it's these? a cool necklace. <laughs> no, not one of those. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know what that is right now. <laughs> uh, so this is the Coolify. <laughs> So uh, as you get older, which you're, what, a couple years behind me, and you probably yeah. don't get hot flashes. And your wife is probably, she's younger, right? You, she's getting them. <laughs> yeah. She's getting. I, unfortunately, she'd probably kill me for telling you, but she's getting them. Well, this Even is something. Even with those, though, I'm not buying one of those to put okay. in my I, And so I thought that, too, when I first got it. But uh, so I had, like, a major, like, I don't even know what you'd call it, on, on, on this show. And so Vaughn and I went and bought this for me so I wouldn't have these issues um, you know Shelly pretty well, right? Don't, and the people listening, can't you see Shelly putting prosperity lending and her number on those and <laughs> handing them out to clients? Like we've come past the pens oh and the calculators and the cups and the mugs. She's going to be giving like big They're ass. They're a little too expensive for. <laughs> to, to high class clients. But I the question is, would you wear one? No, I don't <laughs> And actually, that was my, so I know from the viewers, I had, we had a couple of viewers and um, yeah. what do you, and um, uh, callers actually emailed me before the night before and they asked like the number one question they had for you is, what is it like to work with me? <laughs> Are you just making that up right now? No, I'm serious. I said, I'm, I'm going to be sitting down with Jared. What's the number one question you have for him? And they're like, I want to know what it's like to work with you. I'm like, really? I'm kind of cool. Other than this. Yeah. Honestly, I think I'm the pain in the ass. I really think you're easy to work with. I don't. What is it like working with me? Okay, so we're going to go on to another topic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm just I don't kidding. Think it's, I don't think it's bad at all. I, that's why we're still working together. Yeah. I mean, really, how many people that we all know have teamed up, and then after a certain period of time, it's just, it's over, you know? Yeah. Um, have we had our issues and stuff? Of course, but. You know, never all good marriages do. Right. And we've yes. been married now for however many years and a long time. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. <laughs> See, I think the question is better for her. I think she's ready to tap out. I don't know. No, 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 no. I think a lot of people, um, I think they think like, um, I, I'm not super easygoing. I, I have some days where I'm like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> what, what? I'm trying to think of what we could joke about. So uh, the joke of Shelly is you're always, what do we say? Gumballs and rainbows, rainbows and gumballs. Yeah. You guys used to always say, when, and, and this, when, I, it, when, it, when and if I go, you guys have to put together that book of the, um, the fra- inappropriate phrases put into an appropriate. Yes. <laughs> what yeah. would Shellyisms is I probably the best. But I you're starting to own them more now because even when we <laughs> sat down in here, you two were going at it and I was like, Oh my gosh! What, are we on a radio show? Or are we not? Like I didn't Exposed? know. Exposed? Oh, Beta and I. Yes. Beta and I are like that. Huh? No, 
Yes, we're talking about like when we talk about the office settings and the new offices we were looking at purchasing. Yes. And I think that's actually how we got to Real Estate Exposed because I was on the show and they're like, Shelly's on here. We just have to open it up just in case something stupid comes out. Right. <laughs> so we know that For we sure. are saying it's just an exposed. Here's what people don't know about you, though. And this is what's funny. Ooh. Is the, the gumballs and rainbows isn't as much as it used to be. What? Because now she's originating. Oh. When she was just a manager and we would go to her and we'd complain, she would find the silver lining in everything. Everything was this. And the, as soon as she started doing 20 deals a month, she would call and she'd be 20 like. 20 deals. He's oh, so over-exaggerating. Am I? <laughs> Give yourself some credit. You're on that list. Anyway, so now, now it's not as. Now she sees more of our side with boots no. on the ground. No, you do. You do. Yeah. And anybody listening would tell you the same thing. You You've got now a different perspective. And, and, and honestly, me managing the little bit that I do, I now have a better perspective of what you went through. So having a, it, it balances out for sure. Having to hang out with some knuckleheads trying to tell them how to do a loan. Yes. Get it. I mean, not that that doesn't happen today, because I am the knucklehead today, actually. <laughs> how to do an application. How to do a loan application. Yes. Yeah. But I, I do, I agree with you. I think sometimes from the management aspect of it, you you do shift. But I think that I played the middle very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So shifting that, because I think part of the, your growth in real estate, I think a lot of that is attributed to... Oh my God, my battery just shut down. It, it Is attributes. That, what that noise was in my headphone was your <laughs> necklace. I thought that was the headphones yes. the whole time. Either my hair just got eaten up into my uh, thing, or I'm out of batteries because I haven't charged this thing. Um, anyways, we only we have 15 minutes, so I'm going to make it I in have 15 minutes. A question minutes. for you guys. So make sure you leave me a couple minutes. A fun question for you guys. Okay. So. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Dang it. Go ahead. Ask I'm your sorry. question. All right, because I'm switching gears here. Okay. What is the first? memory of a song that you have from growing up what's the first song that either one of you guys memory oh my god! like gosh. a song that you hear and you're like man that it brings you back right all songs bring you back but that you might think that might have been the first or maybe it was your first favorite song ever huh man i stumped you guys huh what about you seriously huh? i mean his stuff is good what'd you say 50 Cent? Oh, man, you just dated us big time. I, I was just, he's not even going to know the song. I was in the club when he was singing in the club, <laughs> and you were in the crib. I, I don't even understand. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know a, like, I, like even a high school song that I used to like. What are your, some, some of your favorite 90s songs? <laughs> do you, do <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I used to, this is so dated, but stupid show called, uh, can't buy me love. And I used to love that song just because of, yeah. uh, what's his name? He's, he's now McDreamy, but he used oh, to be gotcha. the little nerd guy. Um, yeah. Patrick Dempsey. Mm-hmm. So anytime I hear that, okay, that would be it. What is your song? Believe it or not. Mine is, um, how did you come up with gosh, this? Just, so I have a weird thing when I work out, I listen to Pandora. And so depending on what kind of mood I'm in. So I started listening to the 90s songs and I thought, man, this is like, this is a really crazy, this, this, this goes to show you how, how nutty I am. <laughs> so these songs will come on and it instantly brings me back and I'll remember where I was. And so I started to kind of track it a little bit and I thought, what if when my kids are older and I'm not here, if they knew, hey, my dad loved these songs and this is where his head was at when he heard these songs. Aww, so yeah. they know a little bit more <clears throat> about me. Yeah. So, you know, but my first memory that I can think of was... Um, Madonna's Get Into the Groove from the movie Desperately Seeking Susan. Have you guys heard this song? How does that get into the groove? You go. Y'all got and to so, move. Yes. And okay. so I think it, That's was, all the words I it was partly that and it was partly Madonna was in that movie. And yeah. when you're like eight years old, she's smoking hot. And so <laughs> I think for me With now, it brings me hair. right back to like eight years old watching that movie and hearing that song. And so I've thought about that as, as I'm making this list of other songs that I've wrote down. I'm like, what's the first one I can remember? And I think it is is Madonna's song because she was huge when I was eight years old. So are you, is this something that you're like putting together and so I'm that... I'm thinking about it. To Unfortunately, I still have to work and do some loans, but maybe... <laughs> you got hobby. nine more loans to I, I have to a get whole yourself. list of songs and where I was at. And if you said, hey, if this song came on, what were you doing? I could tell you where I was and where I was working and what I was thinking about and... Huh. You know, yeah, I just thought it was kind of cool. That is kind of cool. I remember uh, I used to 
commute back and forth when I was at, not commute. So before I got married to my husband, um, I remember I used to, uh, I used to listen to what the Backstreet Boys song. I don't even remember the name of the song now, but it was like their whole old school collection of like, give me a song beta from, do you know Backstreet Boys? Backstreet's back. I don't know. I don't, but that would be something that I we, I used to always just cruise the freeway or the highway back and forth, and it was always new and uh, in, in sync. Is it what they're yeah, called? Yeah, in sync too. In sync. Nothing. Be nothing okay. like Madonna, which yeah. is like super classic and and uh, legit when it comes to music. But I think mine was more because she was like a sex symbol, you know. And you're an eight year old boy. I mean, it's like, you know, what are you gonna do? And it was desperately seeking Susan that your parents let you watch. I still watch that. No, I don't think they knew I was watching it <laughs> because she's topless in that movie. But oh. now I watch it and it's, you know, it brings me back to when I was a kid. So maybe it was one of those things that, what would you say, taboo, where I knew I couldn't watch it, but maybe I did watch it yeah. because my parents wouldn't let me watch it. I don't know. Do you ever feel like your kids do things like that today? Like things that you, you know, similar situation, right? Like your kids are getting away with stuff that you think that they're not getting away with. I would say with my daughter, no, because she's only 10, but my son for sure. Not so much with movies, but he listens to music now, and I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty raunchy. <laughs> you know, how do you know this song? Like rap song or rap? Uh, rap songs, yeah. And so um, that's been a little weird, but listen, they got to grow up at some point, and it's nothing he hasn't heard me say before in the house. Yeah. So. Um, oh, like the F words. Yeah, the... but with movies, he gets... He, he, he'll get weird. He, st he still gets weird. The other day, we... When something pops up on their phone? If it's something <laughs> inappropriate, like... Like a picture of something that pops up on your phone? I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I did, see, I didn't get what you were going with that. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. But I remember... We'll get to that in a minute. But okay. I remember when I was a kid, if I were watching a movie with my parents and they started making out like in the covers, I'd go, I really don't want to watch this with my parents. This is way oh, too yeah, weird. Yeah. So I think he's still like that, too. I found the other day in, in my in my stuff, we were going through old baseball cards. Oh, I thought son. you were about to say something else. I'm like, we no. don't need to take your son down this road, no, no, no. okay? I found my Sports Illustrated uh, magazine with Anna Kornikova, and I oh. met her and got an autograph. Really? And so I opened it up, and I was showing my son, and you could tell, because she's like half naked. And my son was like, okay, yeah, like maybe I'd want to look at it, but not while Thanks, you're around Dad. kind of thing. Yeah, he closed <laughs> it right up, and it went right back in the drawer. So That's funny. Um, so, yeah, he's still at that age where he... He doesn't want mom and dad around for that kind of stuff. I'm still at that age. Like, yeah. it, does it ever go but away? it's different because you don't want to do it in front of your kids now, right? And so then you, when you're that age, you don't want your parents to be around. So I That's think it's, true. Yeah, you don't mind talking about stuff in front of your friends and or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't mind. It's just with the kids. I still think I'm super prude. I have learned a lot from you guys. You guys have definitely helped get me exposed to some different things. Yes. <laughs> but, Yeah. But yeah, no, I I um I was just curious on that because I always wonder. Yeah, I mean, I think my daughter is pretty innocent, and maybe she'll still be innocent up until like my age, like I am. Yeah. But um, she probably will be more innocent because of how you are. But she's being exposed to, exposed <laughs> to other things at school that she's just it, it it comes with age. Yeah, that is I I do agree with that cuz there's definitely some stuff that I hear uh, as an afterthought for her where she's kind of talking about different things. I'm like, "Where did you hear that from?" She's like, "What happens in school?" I'm like, "Really? Yeah. Like that's so You remember insane. the parties you you and John used to have growing up, right? You guys told me about those. <laughs> so so you're Those are things that my mom who watches the TV <laughs> used to do watches oh, wow. the she's show. I'm sorry. May not know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ixnay on the Artie <laughs> yeah. Pay. Yeah. Yeah, that was all my brother, too, by the way, because he was the, the rebel. I was always yeah. the uh, goody two shoes yeah. person. Anyway, so the one, honestly, ba circling it back yeah, to sorry, you, because um, we're on our home stretch now, because I think some people thought we weren't going to make it, but we are 10 minutes away. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to make sure to bring this out here because I think, you know, in real estate, and obviously this being real estate exposed, for you, you're a huge success, um, and I think you are one of the most humble people that I know, second to myself. And so, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Clearly, <laughs> um, but I, I, I clearly remember. You know, you made something like clicked in you as you're an originator um, that made you really dial into the way that you deal with your database. And and I think for a lot of our viewers. Um, who are realtors, how you've grown your business over the course of the years, like this has been something for you that you have been religious on and you've weathered every market. 
You know what I mean? Because I, I know we have those conversations where you're like, crap, this is changing for us. I need to figure something else out. And then you just solve the puzzle and, you know. But I, I'd really love for you to talk a little bit about that um, because to me it's something that I strive to, to get to and I think it's really made you um, a huge success. Yeah, I think the there was a coworker of ours one time and, and I don't even think he was meaning to have the conversation with me that he did. And, and it, I don't think it even hit me right away, but he said, you know, how important it is to work your database and and he said i think at the time and don't you know don't hold me to this but like 30 percent of your database will always be loyal to you mm -hmm. like no matter what um he said so the more names and information and past clients and fuel i call it that you can put into the machine obviously over time the more results you'll get mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so i think you and i sat down after that hit us and we were like yeah, that makes a lot of sense we need to do this but then we said you know, kind of looking at this chart that you're showing us, could we do more? And I think the idea was, yeah, what can we do to where maybe that 30% goes to 50% or 60%? And imagine how successful you could be if you just get the people that are already going to use you, they're going to use you no matter what, but do a little bit more to get those other people that were never going to use you again. Um, and so I think that's when we started like the gifting program and a lot of the things that we do during the, the application process after the loan closes, the follow-ups, even the birthday calls, the birthday emails. And the whole goal behind that is to just give the best service you can, but to yeah. increase your <clears throat> odds of those those numbers going up from 30%, even if it's 10% to get to 20 or for 20 to get to 40 or 40 to 60, you know, I mean, anything that you can do more that other people aren't doing is going to help those numbers increase. And as we sit here now, I think COVID's made it worse there's no more customer service out there. Yeah. Have you guys noticed that? Anywhere you go, you know, I got my car out of the dealership today and they had replaced a tire and there's glue stuck to the rim and the tire's not shined. And so it looks like you're just, and I thought, how hard is it to just get a rag and wipe this down? And I know it might sound snobby, but, you know, nobody says thank you anymore. And uh, I mean, you guys are seeing it everywhere you go. The restaurant will mess up your order. They don't care. You know, it just... And so I think anything that we can do in real estate or lending or anything that you do for that matter that you can do that other people aren't doing, it's going to make you stand out. I agree. And it's going <clears> to <throat> increase your odds of being more successful in whatever you're doing. Yeah. No, the only reason I, I smiled at you is because we had a conversation two weeks ago about when I picked up my Tesla and it was like a hot mess. And I was looking, I literally drove out of there to another dealership because I'm mm -hmm. like, what the hell, man? You guys, first you, it took you two weeks to, you yeah. pushed me two weeks to get it into the um, appointment. And then when I come and pick up my car, it's like, I mean, it rained. You would think you'd have the courtesy to at least wash yeah. the car or whatever the case is. No, but I, I agree with you. I think um, the service aspect and then w the other part that I've, I, I think that we um, see more is when somebody provides amazing service, like you really do, sh they do shine out. Like I, I'll make every opportunity or make every attempt to thank the person if they have like, you could tell they just went above and beyond, mm -hmm. you know, even in just making you feel special and how you walk into a room or how you're, you're coming into the restaurant and right. you know what I mean? And, and because you're right, a lot of people, and I, some of it I think is because of the environment we've come out of where people have just been a little bit more, I don't know what the right word would be, closed, um, seclude, you know what I mean, included right. or inclusive of themselves today, and they they forget that. And a lot of the stuff that we do today that's so, Looking you know. Looking at our phone instead of talking to exactly. people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think understanding the formula that you've gone through, because you, I mean, you're, the way that you manage and you, you mine your database is by far, I mean, for me, is amazing to watch how you do that. Because you will literally, like, I say I go fishing and I'm I'm literally like doo and you're like I went fishing whoa come help me out I need to come in and and, and you're just going right directly into your database which speaks to how you've actually grown your relationships with your clients your team has obviously done the same thing um, and so I just wanted to make sure to to point that out and if you wanted to share any of your nuggets sorry Vanina um, <laughs> with any of our uh, listeners I think that you doing that actually will will probably be the best thing that they've learned from this show I think if the key is to just always be working your database and then you may never have to go fishing right I mean it I always felt weird if rates dropped to call everybody then and go hey rates dropped yeah. so let me refinance you yeah um, 
as a realtor, I feel you should be constantly dripping on your past clients, not just when you're trying to sell them a house, because you never know who they're going to know. A great example of this is we started, when COVID hit, we started giving away gift baskets. Not, mm -hmm. That sounds bad. It's not a gift basket. It's a get well package. And we would send it to any time that we knew somebody got COVID, we would send them the, this gift package. I didn't expect anything in return. Believe it or not, they were so happy that we cared enough about them to send them this package. They couldn't wait to tell all their friends and family about it. Yeah. yeah. I got more deals from just sending that. And again, not the reason why we did it. Right. I think more of that needs to go on throughout the years. I agree. I think, let's face it, we all earn very good money for what we do. We all work very hard, but we make enough money to wear a $25 or a $50 gift basket or a dinner card or, a, a, you know, a, a, um, a pie on Thanksgiving, a champagne on New Year's. All these things that nobody else is doing for them goes a long way. The last time you got a gift card for 10 bucks, did you look at it and go, this cheap mofo? I mean, you look <laughs> no. like that is so nice. Of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And you probably would use it or you'd pass it along. And I think that's the thing is just not enough of that exists. Yeah, And the more you do stuff like that, then I think you're, you're, you won't ever have to go fishing. Yeah. And your business will just steadily increase. Um, and we've seen that. I, I'm happy to say, like, our business has gone up. In 16 years that I've been doing this, I've done better every single year than the year before. Mm -hmm. How many people can say that I've made more money 16 years in a row? And that's from doing things like that. So yeah. I, I think if that's one thing that everybody took from it is work your database all the time, not just when you're slow. Love it. I love it. So, and that was the one thing I really wanted because you are really the king of that, to be very honest with you. And I, I know truly, I, I admire the way that you do it and you inspire me um, every day on that. So thank you for sharing that. Um, in true fashion. So the last four minutes are, are given to me to speak, but I'm going to give it to you to no, speak, no. to talk about rates. <laughs> I have no, I'm going to let you take this. No, I, no, no, I no, no. Because they hear, no, they hear my version of what rates are, and it's always this. Well, rates are still the same. So share Honestly, a little. That's <laughs> all I was going to say. Rates are rates. I mean, listen, they're better now than they were two years ago. Um, yeah. A week ago, they were better than they were a year prior. So rates are still fantastic. Um, Where do you think they're going? They're eventually going to have to go up. I mean, how soon? 18 <laughs> Make months. A 18 months. You think we'll stay like low threes? I think if, yeah, I think we're kind of where we are for the next 12 to 18 months. That's pretty cool. But I mean, who knew COVID was going to hit? Yeah. You know what I mean? You just, yeah. nobody has a crystal ball, but I, I think, you know, if rates go up too high, too fast, that's going to stop people from refinancing and buying homes. And when that happens, that hurts the economy. Yep. Doing a mortgage and buying a home is one of the few things that gets so many people paid. Title gets paid, they go out and buy new furniture, a realtor gets paid, a lender gets paid. Um, you know, all these people make money when, when a home has a transaction. Mm -hmm. And so if rates go up too high too fast with the prices of houses going up too fast, it will slow things down and bring it to a halt. And I think, so they, they, they can't go up too fast. So that's why I think 12 to 18 months. So are you um, big into crypto at all? Not at all. Okay. So what are, I was going to say, what are your thoughts on, because I'm seeing now more of our big lenders are actually accepting cryptocurrency for lo for mortgage payments and yeah. stuff, but you're not into I crypto. I know at all. less about crypto than I know about Henderson, where you live. I, I know nothing <laughs> about crypto at all. I, I would be the worst guy to ask. I don't know. So you don't have any uh, uh, crypto. I, does uh, it scare you? It, yeah, it does. Does it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So you didn't buy the VGK uh, NFT coin no I, I saw something they're, they're doing these you can buy with it with the nba you can actually buy a clip it's instead of a yeah a baseball or a basketball card you buy the clip and these clips are going for 35 75 thousand dollars for a video and i just can't wrap my brain around yeah. how that works and why that would be good and one day it could be 75 and the next day i mean at least with a car it could depreciate but you have the car. You can yeah. touch it and feel it. Piece a of baseball paper. card can go up, can go down, but it's your piece of cardboard and you can touch it. You can't touch this stuff. That's just super weird to me. Yeah. Well, I think it's like a progression of our of our world. I mean, we're going to head into that. I think just now seeing that 
crypto is, I mean, in the beginning we we're like, well, like, you can't use it for assets, but now they're going to allow for assets as long as it comes into traditional banking. Yeah. Um, and now banks are actually going to allow it for payments. So I think at some point we'll be funding off of like blockchains and crypto. I don't even know what you call it. Um, By the way, have you gotten a bank statement for crypto yet? Uh, no. It doesn't exist. Oh, <laughs> like, is that a joke? Is yeah, that no, a like question? I've had people call and they're like, hey, I got this money and I'm going to use some of it for the down payment. And I'm like, hey, we just need your statements. I can send you a screenshot. There's yeah, no statements. Screenshot, yep. Doesn't that scare you a little bit? Like, it's on my phone. It's and on I can the see World Wide Web. Right. But I can't send you any statements. There's nothing that shows my name or account number. That's just a little weird. So I, I don't think know how I, we're going to get around that. I think we've had like portfolio statements or what, right? You can take a screenshot of what it looked like for like over the course of the year. Yeah. Anyways. Well, cool. So we have actually reached 2.30. Can you believe it? It's been an hour. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> Any parting words? I didn't completely kill your show. It still airs next week when everybody gets back. Uh, we'll, we'll still be here. You're more <laughs> than welcome to come back. Truly, to talk about rates, um, anything yeah. you ever want to discuss, if you want to talk about you know, your cars or your kids. or We'll let this, we'll let this uh, simmer circle around the building and see if anybody wants well, me back. Comes back. I don't know that it's You gonna... will always be welcome back. Um, and so with that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to Real Estate Exposed. Brandon and Vanina will be back next week. Um, and thank you so much again for joining and coming Thanks on in. Me. And make sure you like and subscribe. And don't forget to smash that notification button. That's a wrap. See you guys. Bye.